What up? Hello. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey welcome to this week's edition of Bobby's Cryptid Corner. We're going to get back to the basics, I want to say. Ooh. We got Ooh. Hail, Hail, Gang's all here. That's good. Ooh. Everyone's here tonight. Um, we're past Christmas. We're past all the incarnations of elves and go Christmas goblins, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and all the various creatures that that come with that. Uh, we did uh, we did obscure hyenas last time or a, few, a couple episodes ago. It's time to get back to real uh, Bigfoot like creatures mm -hmm. or Bigfoot creatures in general. Big hairy ones. Yeah. Big hairy donged creatures. Very listening and watching uh, Bobby's Cryptid Corner with me right above me is my name is Bree. It's a pleasure to be here once again with my favorite four other people. <sighs> I'm Kari the Wise. The there you go. I'm wise. <laughs> I'm Hi. UF Ho. Mm, yeah. What? She owns it. And I am Tony. Tony Bottled Water Soggy Boggy. I guess we don't uh, have much of a Valentine's Day plans tonight, as would be the case for most people that are into <laughs> cryptids, I guess. Yeah, we kind of didn't plan. Usually we're kind of the holiday stop where we like do something very holiday-y, but we definitely did not pick anything to do with Valentine's Day. We implemented this new calendar, and I don't think any of us really looked at the dates when we started inputting things. I and know. we were just going ham. Well, you know what I you know what? Is today special? What's, what's today? It's Wait, Valentine's does the UK Day. not celebrate uh, Valentine's Day? They don't celebrate anything, man, I tell you. Who are you but guys? But you know what? Listen, anytime we say something wrong, we drink, drink love. Pronounce How it cute! Yeah. At least he gets snacks and loves. That's cute. So there you go. We did well, that. And as we you can see, we're you. all very busy ourselves on Valentine's Day because you can all see how we clearly cleared oh, our yeah. schedules to be here. <laughs> like any of us had any problem showing up. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. realize it until... Like today, I was like, "Oh wait, I got the show tonight, and it's found." I'm like, "Yeah, it'll be fine. Well, it'll be fine. Nothing. It doesn't matter." Yeah, it doesn't we're matter. all here. You know what? Um, yeah. Let's shout out to the early arrivers. Uh, Tommy G is here. Hiding long grass is here. Joe Five D, Strange Recon Radio, Inzo. Uh, shit. Oh, Andrew just got here in the Gnome Trump Gnome's Trumping Express. Trucking Express, and of course, Renee Cruz. Um, hey. That's, a, that's uh, it's a small but mighty uh, core of of uh, early arrivers. Exactly. Hey, well, you. Thank you for spending your Valentine's Day with us. Uh, we also fun. have a love for the hairy beast man. <laughs> Everyone else is just yeah. like drinking wine and getting laid. Like, well, <laughs> we got the cryptid show. Tonight. Cryptids, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. making love to that hairy beast man. Listen, everybody, right. light them if you got them, smoke them if you uh, have it to smoke, drink it if you got it to drink, and uh, let's get it Let's get it on, you guys. Let's get it on. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Vosh we're doing the Boggy Creek. Boggy Creek Monster, also known as the Fook. Folk. Fook Monster. Drink, drink. drink twice drink. on that one. Yep. I got it. We got a whole list of uh, also knowns as coming up here in a minute. But yes, the Boggy Creek Monster or the Falk Monster named after Falk. 
Arkansas, its place of origin. Um, I'm sorry if I glitch out because my husband's also doing school over Zoom, so there's that. Just warning everybody. I didn't hear a word of that you glitched out. Yeah, you did. That's something you tell us before we start talking about the Bucky Creek monster. You know what? Most of us know this already, okay? So you're just the last one. We are balls deep in the monster. (laughs) Okay. On this Valentine's Day. (laughs) This is our cryptid hazard meter, you guys. This one's like, ooh, but it appears to be kind of only if you engage. Yeah. If you leave it alone, it doesn't seem to bother you. But if you try to fuck with it, it will fight back. I did notice this on the slideshow before we got started, and I I wanted to tip of the hat to whoever at it. I'm assuming Bree. Bree did this one. This needs to be a regular thing here. I think Um, so. While we're while we're on, we might as well take this this segue here. Um, This is one of the, uh, I guess we could call it one of the comparatively at least a a southern Bigfoot type creature, right? And uh, one thing you always hear about them is that. Not always, but probably more so than your typical Pacific Northwest one. Is is they're a little more animalistic? They're a little more. They're a little lankier. They're a little more like monkeys than they are, uh, you know, humans. Not to say that people never report, uh, you know, it was human-like. Obviously, because it's a bipedal creature. Um, but uh, when you when I saw that that hazard meter there, Bree, it made me think. You know, it's um, it's definitely like seemingly more aggressive i guess than mm-hmm. your typical yeah. pacific northwest bigfoot mm. um but and i think also and we're going to talk about it a little bit but like it's also kind of an underrated paranormal motifs i think with this one as well Ooh, so, okay so we're looking at kind of a typical description of uh, what would what would be a typical bigfoot seven foot tall i've seen accounts uh in uh as tall as like 10 feet tall mm-hmm. which is pretty standard for any bigfoot seven to ten feet tall uh 300 to 500 pounds black yeah dark black and brown hair long dark black brown hair if you look at some of the sketches of this one it's like you always see like like the patty video you see like the arm comes all the way down past the knee and all that stuff these things are like um these things are like he was like a really lanky basketball player. I'm not a big sports guy, mm. but, he's, but like he's like kind of like a uh, I'm, I'm gonna name an obscure basketball. He's like a, a Michael Jordan, you know, obscure basketball <laughs> player. So tall and so lanky. Oh. oh shit! Tall, lanky. Um, I guess not all of us were born Kobe. in the last twenty years. So. Should have said obscure, Kobe. Obscure basketball player Larry Bird. Thank you. Mm, there we go. Much better. That's, that's insane. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. Dark skin. Here's the paranormal stuff. We have accounts of big, like, like silver dollar-sized red eyes. Mm-hmm. Silver dollar-sized red eyes. Glowing red eyes, which is something we see a lot in a typical uh, Bigfoot or really any kind of uh, seemingly paranormal situation is something about glowing yeah. red mm-hmm. eyes, um, which... I don't know, Tony. You're like the 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 local wildlife guy on the show, yeah. um, right? I mean, I guess compared to the rest of us, at least. Yeah, he's our like, Steve Irwin. He's, he's the game him? warden. He's the game warden. <laughs> yes, yeah. game warden Tony. That the game warden. Whatever the fuck your last name is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Larry yeah, Water. <laughs> Tony Water. It's Tony Aquafina, water. actually. Aquafina, get it right. It is Aquafina. Tony Aquafina. 
I, I want to try to get to the bottom of while we're on it. I want to try to get to the bottom of this whole glowing eyes thing. Can you talk to me about eye shine? And one, is eye shine ever red? And two, does it require always require light going towards the animal for it to reflect back? Or are there any animals that actually have glowy red eyes? There's a couple of bats that have red eye shine. I don't know anything about any larger mammals that have a red oh. eye shine. Usually it's like a silverish, bluish, greenish color. But it doesn't actually protrude light no, out, no. out of its eyes. Because we see this kind of shit all the time with, with this. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they're delicious. So delicious. I want a Loch Ness brisket. Uh, can we go back to the thing, please? And then also, uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier, a lot of accounts of ape-like faces, but then there's also accounts of people saying it looked too much like a man, I couldn't shoot it. So not to say yeah. that, that um, again, it's not like it doesn't look, get mistaken for a human. You hear a lot of stuff about, I thought it was a bear, which is pretty standard as well. But I just feel yeah, like this is just a gut instinct. I don't know if this is backed by data or anything, but it just feels like the southern Bigfoots are a lot more uh, primal, animalistic, and less like, you know, proud forest people of the Northwest that are mm, just mm -hmm, evolved mm -hmm, Native Americans mm -hmm. that know how to do magic and go in and out of portals. Yeah. These are just do dirty swamp monkeys. Yeah, that's going to say, do you think it's the area, you know? I their it's environment populated. That's exactly what I was going to say. The thing, the thing is, is that up in the Pacific Northwest, I feel like they have it a lot easier. Like maybe it's not as threatening. It's not as treacherous. Whereas in the swamp, it's like they're fighting for their fucking lives every day. Well, it's, so of it's course, different. they're going to be a little bit more scrappy than living mm. in the Northwest. Yes. I Alligators like and shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dirty bog water all the time. Mm -hmm. Northwest, mm -hmm. you do have to traverse some pretty large peaks and whatnot, but you know, how often do you run into a bear? And if you run into a bear, you're a Bigfoot who gives a shit, right? Gives a shit, exactly. Uh, you know, with an alligator, you're a little bit more apprehensive because it's a yeah, little bit Yeah, they're a little like, more uh, on edge down there yeah. in the South. And much like exactly. the people of the South are a little more scrappy. on edge. They're scrappy. We run into uh, you know, love gators of our oh lives gosh. more often down here. So If I had <laughs> lots of money, I would have my own gator. Anyway. You just want a whole farm. You can, you can get a gator. They're not that... Oh, um, no, I don't really one. want them. <laughs> okay. So let's go Thank through Thank you, Tupa. Tupa Cobb here. <laughs> uh, Hell let's yeah. Get, let's get into the various names um, and, and get these out of the way for pronunciation's sake so that we can uh, so that we can drink when we need to and not drink when we don't need to. Um, we always do what you're talking about. I, I knew I would mess this up. I can't. I think it's the Falk Monster is the name that was given <laughs> by uh, journalist Jim Powell, who who started yes. reporting on this in uh, in the early seventies, late sixties, early seventies, somewhere in there for the Tex Texarkana Gazette and the Texarkana Daily News. Um, mm, but then also it's name. known as um, almost, I would argue, kind of almost taken over the name the Falk Monsters, the Boggy Creek Monster, because the movie Legend of Boggy Creek, movie. Mm -hmm. possibly. Um, which we'll get into, uh, also known as the Swamp Stalker. And I, I noticed when I watch a lot of interviews with people in this area talking about it, a lot of them just refer to it as the creature. The creature. I love that. Um, creature. Well, I mean, if, course, it is the creature of the area, so of course they're going to refer to it as something like that. Right. Sure. Uh, but I just like how that, uh, I like the ambiguity of that. 
We don't need no silly gimmicky names for this one. Just the fucking creature outside, you know. And then, of course, Stinky Boy, which is the one that I... <laughs> the best one. Um, I think we're going to start stinky. adding new AKAs to every one of our cryptids that we cover. This one is Stinky Boy. And uh, <laughs> that name was given to him by me because he protrudes a disgusting scent oftentimes, which is often reported, obviously. In, yeah, in Tony. Oh, <laughs> In Bigfoot sightings and accounts, um, but you got to look at it this way too. Much like uh, what what uh, Jamie was saying about you know this one's scrappier. It's down in the swamps versus the ones in the Northwest are a little more stoic and beefy and and hoity toity. Uh, yeah, they're I like live the, off of salmon. They like, like they I drive get it. like a Tesla and shit. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone knows about us. We're famous. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you guys think that they sold he, the fuck uh, out during the Patterson Gimlet film? Yeah. Do you guys exactly. think that he like sports the, the Confederate flag in his little area? For sure. You think he's like, I doubt Peter, it. Is he like Peter um, Dunn? Yeah. Probably sure. He doesn't even know what a flag is. He doesn't look democratic to me. He doesn't. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely looks like if he had gun rights, he'd have guns. <laughs> Tell me, what, if, exactly what does a Democrat look like? Well, like me, no, just like him, except the top would have like a mohawk. Yeah. And like, <laughs> a different haircut. Good, then good to go, but only he'd have like a the purple stripe of hair going down his yeah. chest. The yeah. beard has to stay the same, of course. We need that beard, but then like the top has to be like. You know, or if he had like long fingernails, you'd be then like, we'd know. predatory yeah. capitalism. Or maybe, just... <laughs> <laughs> well, like, predatory. He's into that. You know, into... I heard I heard a theory the other day that Bigfoot are probably just like normal Patriot creatures who can speak English, but they don't because they don't want humans to find out and then start making them pay like taxes and like mortgages and shit. So like, you just imagine oh. them like having like a normal family conversation and then they have to run and hide because they're like, oh shit, the humans are coming and we don't want to have to partake in their fucking capitalism. Okay, you know, I absolutely um, you know, love that idea. Heiden Longgrass makes a good point here. Um, he, he perhaps is a Dixiecrat. Oh, yeah, southern working class version of the Democrats from the Dixie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why we can't say the Dixie checks anymore. It's so stupid. Yeah, thanks, California. No, they're just the okay. chicks. <laughs> stinky boy. It okay. is. We're gonna stick with stinky boy on this one. Anyways. Now you may this be asking yourself, uh, I've never heard of any kind of uh, Bigfoot creatures outside of the Pacific Where Northwest, and I, I'm here to tell you, um, as far as like a singular incident or a singular cluster of incidents go. I would argue that this particular area is like the second because of the Falk monster and the legend of Boggy Creek is probably the second most notable, I guess. Um, obviously, you have the swamp ape and the what is it? The the Rookaroo or whatever in Louisiana. The Rookaroo. The that, that just like spans. That's just like such a generic ambiguous Small thing throughout the, the, you know, the, the term we lay across the entire southern Gulf region or whatever. This is like high concentration uh, phenomenon in a very confined area. So can we go to that next slide, please? You Just to put things into perspective. Um, granted, look at the Northwest. You got a, a, a shitload of red up there. Okay. Um, now, are those voter voters <clears throat> or instances? 
those are Bigfoots. Okay. okay. Those are Bigfoot okay. sightings. This is a map of Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot sightings. They probably voted if it, if they live in California. <laughs> Or Arizona, for that matter. I tried um, and yeah. it failed. That's okay. We can't all uh, be winners. And then, granted, look at, if you look at like the Upper Appalachians, Appalachians, which one is it? I don't know. It's Appalachian. Yeah. I've heard Great. both. I have. You, you know, you have a high concentration up there, and then of course Florida with the swamp ape. But if you look at Northeast Texas, South, or I'm sorry, yeah, Northeast Texas, Southwest Arkansas, where we're from, Louisiana. That whole corridor of like where all the four states kind of uh, um, by the Mississippi, they kind of tongue kiss each other right there, very gently. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have a question, and you know what? I feel like maybe Kari can weigh into this. Isn't it kind of interesting that it's like right in the center of the United States? I almost was gonna say Tornado Alley because that's kind of where it would roll, except it would have gone a little bit more um into the east of united states but it's interesting to me that like right in the dead center i think it's because it's flat there's <laughs> nothing there it's not flat yeah but it's like texas has tons i know like in the vegas area it's like desert so of course there's not going to be a big most there. Of the whole bread basket are just in mountainous land. areas mm -hmm. like apart from florida florida is just florida but the, the central plains is basically just <laughs> prairie land for about 1200 mm -hmm. miles so like that's why there's none there because there's no cover right whereas yeah, we don't have a lot of if, if you um, hide someone there's a scene the in um there's a scene in south park where they're like driving out of state for some reason they're going east from colorado and they cross the Colorado line into nebraska and it just like the mountains literally just cut off <laughs> It's <laughs> like in flatland, which is pretty accurate. Unless, you know, of course, the the eastern. It's not exactly that, but uh, yeah, Brie, there's not there's not much going on in the middle of the country other than yeah. corn. And I would assume that's where you would want to be. And no, again, because it's, I, I feel like there. because it's more that's flat, there's not a lot of mountains and like things like that. So it's not like a Bigfoot's more now. It's more big open spaces and stuff like that. So of course, Bigfoot aren't going to be known to be seen there. Just like I how mean, in the Vegas area, no. the deserts that we have, and that's why you don't you don't see a lot of it inside of Texas either because they're more deserty. Yeah. But still, like Florida is flat. There's yeah, not even like one hill in Florida. Not one. Yeah, but there's swamps. Yeah, but they have swamps. There's swamps. We're looking yeah. in these swamp areas. This is a these fascinating big open ecological yeah. analysis of the swamp, whatever the fuck this. Wait, go back real quick. <coughs> oh, God. Spoilers. Yeah, so we're, we're dealing with Northeast <laughs> Texas, uh, Southwest Arkansas, right in there. See that big red splotch is what I'm looking at mm -hmm. right there. That's. Mm -hmm. That's where we're. That's where we're going here. Bloody. That's where we are. All right, you All right, next. next so yeah, okay. Here I, I decided to explain it further without the the color coded map of sightings. Mm -hmm. So right there, um, and this is the. <laughs> I just just yes, I just decided to put a random painting. I didn't of the, do it of the Cotto people, the peoples of uh, this region, which is. I love that. Kind of setting the stage here. These are the Cotto peoples. Like that. Any thoughts so far on the maps that I put in the slide? Here's another map. <laughs> I love maps. Uh, Me you too. Remember, Falk, Falk is not a very large town at all. It's just uh -uh. due south Falk. of Texarkana, which is considered the big. I think city I read that their park. population was like two thousand. Uh, uh, according so to uh, 2020 consensus, I think it's like eight hundred. 
Oh, oh, 800. Okay, that's much less. But, but it was at one time a kind of thriving industrial area. Can you go to the next slide, please? 800,000? No, no, 800. No, Just total. 800,000? Population, 800, yeah. I think I'm going to drink to that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm still trying to process the rest of the world not in a crazy pop. I'm still processing Tony's um, consensus Tony, Tony's numbers compared to mine, I'm still processing that one. It's wild to me to think about these areas and the rest of the world where like no one lives. Mm -hmm. 3,052 people. That's a good size. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have like 60-something thousand in just my town. Guess what? I, I mean, like there's more, a million. There's more bars per capita where Tony lives. We only have one. Let's see, hold on. I don't know. Still. <laughs> At least you know the bartender. Probably. I lived in a town about that size, but it had like eight bars. I have, have 646,000 people in my town. You could I think we have seven or eight churches. There you go. Yeah, oh, you kind you of go. a Bible Belt. That would make sense. I have 60,000. The fuck? <laughs> All right, Times anyway. that by 100. That's how many I have in mind. Um, or like, no, it'd be more like 120,000 voters. But... Uh, Falk, Arkansas is not a large place. It's in Miller County, according to the, the census of uh, 2020, 800 people. At one time, though, um, it was, I wouldn't call it thriving, but there was definitely a lot more people here um, due to the farming and, and timber industry around the 1920s. Um, it was founded more or less in 1889 by James Franklin Shaw, who was a minister of a Seventh-day Adventist church. Uh, much like kind of these fringe churches, they like to just get into God's country and away from it all and start their shit without people mm -hmm. bothering them. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Insert cult here. <clears throat> I mean, Usually. I don't think James Fuck Franklin off. Shaw had any crystals. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Listen, any any cult that involves a crystal isn't a cult. They're just uh, <laughs> spiritually woke. <laughs> that sounds annoying at all kinds I'm of I'm just using words. I know. I'm using words. Everything that, that just said, my nose started bleeding. Buzzwords, yeah. You yeah. literally just got a hemorrhoid. That's that's pretty much There were a lot of lumber, lumber mills around these parts, and lumberman James H. Falk helped found the town in 1902 when he donated a bunch of money and land to a school or something. And then it, Oh, how nice of him. Then it like died Good off fella. people. Now it's just kind of a small town where, um, and, and this is the classic story of the, the small town gaining more or less unwanted notoriety due to one of these situations. And yep. um, it's kind of split down the middle. People are like, well, we might as well take advantage and like do the whole tourism mm -hmm. thing. And yeah, we're the Falk Monster. We and the other people are like, we don't want anything to do with this shit. Um, I think it's more or less been embraced now versus back when it first started happening, but it is what it is. For sure. They're like, who are these foreigners? Why are people like invading? Because obviously the more people that you get, your town's going to change. They're going to start building. Your property taxes are going up, all that shit. But at the same time, you need some sort of tourism. I mean, I would be upset if my town didn't, like if we had a monster that was frequently cited and we didn't have some sort of home base store or something. I or, saw Gavin you know... Newsom on the news the other day. <laughs> Gavin Newsom is Tony, where are you at tonight? Come on. I'm here. I need you. <laughs> Gavin Newsom, am I right? Everybody <laughs> loves yeah. everybody oh, loves funny. Gavin. All right. Now All right, let's, let's get into our That's first our first encounter. 
Oh, man. This is where it pretty much all begins back in 1971. So, some folks that allegedly cited this monster, May 23rd, 1971, there were three people. There were D.C. Woods, uh, Junior Wilma Woods, and Mrs. Sedgas. And they all reported seeing an ape-like creature that was crossing the highway, Highway 71. So over the time, there were more sightings, more reports um, over the next following months of the local residents and the tourists. And then some people found some footprints. So the, the best footprints that they found uh, was actually in a soybean field. Maybe he was like munching. Um, but it happened to just belong to a local filing station owner, Scott Keith. So uh, they were scrutinized by the game. Oh, look at game, game warden, Tony. Tony, that's you. Uh, Carl, Carl Gale, Gale Yon. Um, who was unable to confirm the authenticity of the footprints. Um, but like Ford's footprints, they did indicate that the creature had three toes. And this is just like uh, the honey uh, scape or swamp creature. Ooh. Same kind of setting too, also in a swamp land. And the footprints were three toes. And that sets them apart from all of the other Sasquatch um, Bigfoot-like monsters that we come across where it's not just like this giant foot, you know, that's just like a normal foot. But the three toes kind of shows that there could be some type of evolution process um, in order for them to adapt to the swamp, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah. yeah, and one of the other theories is that is a lower population. You're in the South. Add those two things together, much like our. You just don't have enough toes? You get incest. <laughs> incest is uh, attributed to uh, less digits many times in these things. But not three-toed prints. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Um, so the, the gas station owner, Willie, Willie Smith, he made an unusual discovery in that soybean field and that had that backed his property um that there were another set of these three toed animal footprints and apparently in very alarming size so way out of normal i mean imagine like a normal bigfoot size but then you got three toes that's like pterodactyl or what horrifying um and it was leading to the garage and they were very similar to the one on Ford's property. That was the previous month from then. So they pretty much surmised that this is the exact same creature. Some giant three-toed beast. You know, I can't think of a lot of... I think just like the three-toed sloth is the only mammal that comes to mind that doesn't have like an even set of toes uh what about I mean, uh, what about webbed webbed uh, like gator gator paws what are they called that always comes into play but they're babies yeah but couldn't they couldn't there be some like um if they got choked. distortion in the in the prints or whatever mm -hmm. because they have webbed feet or something i don't know Anything but usually water, you get moist. a drag mark with an alligator that's true 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, I messed up the order there. Yeah, my you definitely bad. read my part. <laughs> That's okay. We'll listen to both of them. We'll go back. We'll go back. To... We'll go back. <laughs> I feel like the guy holding the gun has just said, call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> yeah, Bree. Bree, you want to read, read Bobby and Elizabeth's story? Yes. Okay. So that was the later part of the story. My bad. I'm so sorry. I skipped ahead. Um, in May 1971, so we'll go back to the beginning of the story. Um, Bobby Ford <laughs> reported to the the Fook police uh, that he was a that he was attacked. What? It's Fook. Fauk. Yeah. There's a the, the Fook police. The Fook. Who I mean, it looks like you? normal English. Fook. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Fook, but I'll I'll still drink with you guys. That's fine. Okay. Hmm. Um. Anyways, so Bobby Ford called the Fauk police uh, that he go. was attacked at his house by this large hairy creature that apparently breathed really heavy, had red eyes. And moved very fast. Um, yes, but Ford said it was a man-like creature, which is interesting. I think Bobby kind of alluded to that in the beginning, that it's, a, it's more of like a man that he saw. It was about seven feet tall and about three feet across in his chest. I'm trying to think of like... That's so a wide very, That's, yeah, um... Put its arm around his shoulder. It's like and Michael Jordan. Him. Like, yeah. Who? I don't know who that is. He's really yeah. obscure, Bobby. I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, that's wild. So he put his arm around his shoulder and grabbed him, this big chested hairy beast. And Ford was able to break free um, from the creature. He ran and then reported that he wasn't able to stop the front door. To stop him from opening the front door. Mm. And then he barreled right past him. And he ended up in the hospital. From very severe scratches and wounds. Um, and then around his house for the next several days. He saw the creature. There were other eyewitnesses in the area. Including his brother. Um, who was a hunter. And then Ford's wife, Elizabeth, claimed that when she was sleeping in the front room that she saw a hairy arm with claws coming in through the window. I don't know why the window would be open after her husband was just attacked, but, you know, to each their own. It's hot um, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but he was just in the hospital from some yeah, giant just, like, hairy thing that scratched and him. Shit. And then he's no, like, I'm with you. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so she saw the big hairy arm reaching through the window. She also saw its bright red eyes. And on the night of that attack, Ford had claimed that his hunting companion spotted the creature at the back of Ford's house through his flashlight. So just kind of like checking things out. And then it, it caught the light of his flashlight. And then tried to shoot at it, uh, obviously didn't work. Um, and then they basically ran back to the house, 
heard everyone scream. All of this is in the movie, too. I think they reenacted, like, step by step this whole entire scene. Um, and then once they got, once they returned back to the house, they were attacked. So the man, they, they all shot at the creature multiple times. But when investigators came out, didn't see a drop of blood. So that's kind of interesting. And then the sheriffs had searched the area and they didn't find anything besides a set of footprints and some scratches on you the like porch. call that something. Well, but <laughs> yes. Um, um, I'm not trying to be combative. I was just riffing. Um, well, no, for sure. Um, uh, it reminds me of uh, that other story with the the alien, um, the Hopkinsville that family. Yeah, the Hopkinsville yeah. goblins, where it's Critters. like this this mm. night terror situation, where it's like coming and haunting them, and then runs away, and then comes back again, and then they have this big shootout, nothing really happens, and then the police come, they check it out, there's not really anything there sounds a little bit but you have all similar. these witnesses who were like no something was here and something happened right Some the witnesses of the family <laughs> um maybe so that was it it's a possibility um i just want to point out this this is the incident that really kind of kicked off i guess the notoriety of this whole situation mm -hmm. this whole legend um but there i mean there are accounts that go back to the early um 1900s easily um uh, with like with anything there's kind of like uh different terminologies and things and the way people describe things but this area definitely has a history of of multiple i mean it, even still today and i'm sure we're going to get into it but like there's a very regular amount of uh encounters in this area however this whole situation mixed with the newspaper articles about this and then of course the movie that's what kind of like solidified it into the zeitgeist. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, now that this is being acknowledged by more or less on some level, like a, a, a sub, re relatively substantial amount of the population, more people may come forward and start, you know, telling their story. And I think a lot of the earlier stuff um, was, was recalled because of that. Um, but a few years before this, there was even an incident where someone saw what they referred to as the barefoot, the barefooted man. Mm. And like, I think, mm. I think he, if I recall correctly, he like killed a dog or something in the whole, <gasps> yeah. height, the whole, that's the other thing. Uh, I feel I like a lot that. of Southern Sasquatches are into dog killing. Um, but, <clears throat> oh, shit. but they got a whole like posse from the high school together. This was before TikTok, and they went off into the woods. <laughs> And they tried to like find this creature, and much like the Bobby and Elizabeth Ford situation, they didn't really, they couldn't find nothing. They didn't find no a man out there. I saw that, and they were like, "Damn, they killed all the dogs." I mean, I would be fucking pissed. I would gather the whole goddamn neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Kill my dog. So since I ran read out of order, um, maybe I'll just read it again, or if Tony wants to read the second part, no, of we'll, the, let, we'll let Tony take head. this one. Tony's Someone got more details. Me. I even, yeah. I, I even, I even stopped before I talked <laughs> about the evidence. No one said anything, so that's really great of you guys. I love that. You just wanted to see. If we keep talking happened. about it, people are definitely not going to notice when it comes back to Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to the next slide, Brie. <laughs> uh, Tony, you can yes. take it from here. 
Ooh, oh, wait, wait. No. the next slide is, nope. is yeah, no, that's, that's not I right. guess, nothing. We'll just hide it. What? Let's go ahead, Tony. What am I reading? <laughs> the part Brie already read? Yeah. That was yeah. My part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No one wanted to stop me. Right. They just wanted me to read it, so. Because everyone was confused. I love Tony's uh, headline there. It looks great. <laughs> I can't read it. Who did that? Not me. To totally not me. <laughs> I oh. Know. He's the gay warden. Yeah. So, in case you just got here, we are talking about the soggy, boggy creature here, Bigfoot guy. And something happened on May 23rd, 1971. The creature was allegedly excited for another time after the initial sightings when three people, D.C. Woods Jr., Wow, somebody named two people D.C. Woods. Wilma Woods and Miss R.H. Sedgas. All great Southern names. Love that. Wonderful names. Reported seeing an ape-like creature crossing Highway 71, which goes north and south, if you didn't know. That's how they're numbered. Mm. numbered. More sighting reports were made over the following months by local residents and tourists who found additional footprints. So these are those three-footed, three-toed uh, footprints they're finding everywhere in this town of 800 people. <laughs> the well, best when, you known, like when you say it like that. The best-known footprints were found in a soybean field. Stop changing the size of the font. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that there? belonging to a local filling station owner, Scott Keith? Uh, they were scrutinized by me, the game warden, Carl Gal Gallion, 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 who was unable Gangling. to confirm their authenticity. Like the Ford prints, they appeared to indicate that the creature only had three toes. Bree, can you bring up the picture of the evidence that should be somewhere on the slide show? It should have been after that one. But can you bring that one up real quick so everyone can see the castings that he got? No, yeah. Look at all that spoilers. Girl. Yeah. There oh. you go. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> everyone close your eyes when we do that. Close your eyes. Next time. Next time we will be, we will try better. We'll say close your eyes and then we'll do it. So, Ford... <laughs> Of course, made an, you said, uh, right? yeah, an unusual discovery in the soybean field that backed his property. A uh, set of curious three-toed animal prints like you're seeing here in the pictures. Alarming in their size because they are gigantor size footprints right there. Oh, oh my God. Leading away from the garage, these three-toed prints were very similar to the ones found around the Ford property in the previous months in the earlier incident, indicating that they may have come from a common perpetrator. Because there's a lot, a lot of people with three toes on each foot running around. How do you know? Not that big it ass. It is Arkansas, you know? but... It is Arkansas. Right? Let's just say it didn't like blow their mind Virginia. when they saw it had three toes. They weren't like, what? They're like, oh yeah. Only three toes. He lost that one to a gator. Like, we did yeah, that one all. We did that one before. Here. 
Damn. Okay, so I tried to watch the first one, The Legend of Boggy Creek. Guess how many times I watched it? Three times. So less than one. She's the winner. I watched it three times. Whoa. Because why? every why time I was like, I'm confused. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> and then I would like, I'd be like, wait, is this the right movie? <laughs> it's like watching a David Lynch film. I was like, what's going on? Like, oh my God, rewind. Was was this is Drive? I was confused. I thought, I was like, wait, no, this is an old National <laughs> Geographic film. York. This is not, this is not what I was supposed to see. And then I'm like, wait, was this supposed to, what was this? Quite interesting. The second one is definitely more movie esque. But Bobby, can you tell us a little bit of the background of The Legend of Boggy Creek and why I, it's I kind sure of important? can. Um, this is an incredibly important mediocre film um, from the <laughs> 1970s um, for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is the one, I mean, it's up there with Leonard Nimoy's episode of In Search Of and, um, you know, the, the what is this, $6 million man's Bigfoot episode. Mm -hmm. uh, all that, like, 70s shit that really kicked off, like, that generation's interest in Bigfoot. Uh, much of that can be attributed to... The Legend of Boggy Creek. It was made on a shoestring budget. Um, had a fairly uh, decent, I guess, uh, kind of grindhouse like drive drive-in run. Mm. Um, documentary meets um, found footage meets nature meets horror movie. It's really it's really a sight to behold and be like, it's a piece of history. It inspired um, the Blair Witch Project for sure. You think so? You think yeah, so? Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's, it's, I think no, it is one person. of those, it it one of those early yeah. like gender or uh, genre bender uh, um, movies where mm -hmm. like and what's interesting about it too is it's it's shot on location. A lot of the people in the movie are playing themselves. Yeah. Um, it's definitely it's Excellent. it almost feels like watching those one of those like cheap film strips you watch in elementary school, but then like you'll see like a giant monster like paw coming into a window or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um I remember buying this when I was relatively young because I was into Bigfoot out of the uh like the five dollar bin at uh at Walmart. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of this. this is a Bigfoot movie cool. And I remember being like, probably having a similar reaction to Breeze, being like, what the fuck? Like, this is. Yeah, I mean, I watched it three gritty. goddamn times. I know, you did watch it three times. That's true. Mm. Uh, but nonetheless, it, like, it definitely has a, a huge impact on this entire phenomenon, not just Boggy Creek Monster, but Bigfoot in general. And uh, it, it ended up grossing like $25 million. Mm. Um, fluke incident. I mean, you, you compare that side of things to stuff like Blair Witch Project, definitely. Like, they were not wow. expecting that. Um, and then uh -huh. there was a lot of drama with, like, well, we weren't expecting to make this much money. The people that were in the movie that are telling their own personal stories, we're not going to compensate them. We're drawing all this tourism for better or worse into the town. Like, it really just, like, fucked these people up. Like, this whole yeah. situation. They fucking um, hated him. But I like, I love it. I love the idea that the original person actually wanted to do more of just doc. And it turned yeah. into something else. I think that's exciting. 
Charles yeah. Charles B. Pierce um, directed it, and he's probably best known other than this for direct. He directed the sequel as well, but he also directed uh, the Town That Dreaded Sundown, which is one of the early like American mm. slashers. Mm. It's yeah. not really a slasher; it's kind of a precursor to a slasher that's based yeah. re- sort of on a true story, set in the same area. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but yeah, this this is the one that got everything notoriety for both the Southern Sasquatch and the Sasquatch in general. And then you have our gentleman. Are we on the Smoky Smoky Robinson, the Miracles, or Smoky Smoking Smoky Crabtree? Smoky the Bear. Can we go to that Smoky oh, Crabbit? Hey, I will say, my bad. Well, then I'm gonna have to. Okay, well here yeah, we go. We'll, Legend. We'll, keep, okay, we'll go okay. back. Just I just okay. So we got Smoky Crabtree, who um, he's kind of the local lore guy on this stuff i'm not sure if he's still alive i didn't get that far but um he never actually saw the creature but he was there for the whole situation with the uh with the filming of it and his son travis actually who's that scene is in the movie his son travis was out hunting one day or something or he had a gun in the woods that doesn't necessarily mean they're hunting um (laughs) but uh he ran into it and ended up firing off a couple shots uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this was the account where he's hunting squirrels, actually. And I don't know if, they, like, it's probably a 22. I don't know if that's going to go very far on a fucking Boggy Creek monster. But, you know, sometimes uh, you don't have really have a choice but to give it a go, see what happens. Maybe you get it in the <laughs> eye or something. Um, but Smoky Crabtree was kind of bitter about the whole situation, even though he more or less dedicated his whole life to kind of, like, retelling this whole situation and its impact on the town and the movie and all that stuff. You can see a quote here. The movie was a gross exaggeration of what has actually happened here in Falk. And I, for one, like to see the history kept straight. Quote from Smokey Crabtree. Now, Smokey Crabtree, he is the human being that's probably most affiliated with the Boggy Creek monster as far as a historian or documentarian or whatever you want to call him. Um, the the face of this, uh, the human face of this. He's never he never he died. Never actually seen this uh, this uh, creature. So, this creature. That's, that's why fun. he's so old man bitter about it. He's like, I ain't gonna. <laughs> it didn't happen like that. I'll tell you that. I, I wasted my life. <laughs> no, mad respect to Smokey Crabtree. I will say, okay, so the second one I thought was a lot better. Really. Um, yeah, I actually did. And I only watched that one twice. Hmm. Uh, You're like a mega it, fan of these movies. I'm just a watch. Oh, when I watched <laughs> another one, too, I'll tell you about. There's there like another, six or seven of them, actually. Yeah, I watched a lot of them. And they were more slasher-esque, mm-hmm. you know, like really heightened on the... There's a weird, creepy gorilla beast man here to like tear us to shreds kind of thing. Hell yeah. What I liked about the second movie was that it introduced the idea of there being a juvenile, which I did hear a story I'm sure you saw on that doc we talked about, Bobby, uh, private chat wise, um, about someone that had witnessed one, but she clearly thought that it was a juvenile. She's like, I don't know what the fuck I was seeing, but I'm pretty positive that this was a juvenile. And I thought it was interesting that they showed this in the movie. Um, and that at the end, it was kind of peaceful. The ending story here was leave them alone. They're mm-hmm. out there doing their thing. 
Don't go searching for them. Don't go trying to harass them. Don't go shooting at them. Just leave them be and they'll leave you be. And I really liked that ending um, note for the for the overall movie. Mm. But they definitely capture, I think, what we hear in most cases when people see these types of creatures, especially hunters. Or if you're just out in the, you know, woods in the middle of nowhere for God knows what reason you're doing out there. Um, and you just see this blackened mass out in the woods where you can't really tell any particular details. But it's like very tall, humanoid overly hairy these are the descriptions that we see and it sounds really vague but then when i'm looking at this this scene in particular i feel like really grabs that moment mm. of like this is exactly what people are saying because it's so far and it's just it's like i'm blending bitch right you got to keep in yeah. mind too this is kind of a theme that always came up when i was researching this is like in just kind of in general with like rural more or less rural southern people they're not fucking interested in like you coming to their town and looking for their true no, so what not. that does is like almost lends credibility to the people that are claiming that they've seen these things because they're kind of backwoods oh private God. honest people um and on, that man. also lends credibility in the sense that like if they're private people that don't want any attention um there's probably a lot of stories that never got out that people kept to themselves their whole lives as well oh absolutely so, absolutely so extrapolate the the sightings that we do have out you know probably times 10 and you got yourself a boggy creek monster in the back god and it, you know it's really hard because I we do come across these videos where I feel like can be very convincing, and we would be lucky to see this much detail in it. Just oh, yeah, this shot. Sure. That's but, from the movie, though, right? Yeah, I know. From yeah. The movie. Yeah. But we'd be lucky to see this much detail, and I kind of feel like that's just a part of the um, phenomena of this creature. Is you don't. It's not just standing right in front of you. It's it's out in this like blurred murkiness of the forest, but you know it's there. And so I just feel like these kind of shots captivate the exact moment that everyone really? goes through when they see this creature and what also makes it difficult for us when we do look at uh, Bigfoot photos and it, videos. And, I mean, that's kind of a filmmaking strategy in and of itself kind of applied to real life situations is like you don't show your entire creature right it's initially mm -hmm. not at first you keep it ambiguous you let the audience kind of fill in the gaps make it scarier it's almost like when you're reading a book you're reading the description it's not actually showing you a picture um so in real life uh that's equally kind of creepy right it's like yeah. the mitch hedberg joke about is like uh i think bigfoot is blurry um I don't know. I, I fucked up. The, I don't know how the punchline is, but the whole joke is like Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. Like oh, that's yeah, more. That. That's more scary to me because there's a large out of focus monster roaming. The right. Yeah. I remember that. We. I think we played that on Butt Stuff once. I think so. Yeah. When it was Butt Stuff. When it was. Uh, yeah. Because it was hilarious and it's so true. But at the same time, I think it it captures the true essence of the creature it's always in that blurry i'm just like murkiness now, in the, the, the forest the skeptic in me would say well that's just classic pareidolia right there like, no. you don't have details and you just have blurry silhouettes of the trees and the shadows that look kind of like a hunched over large man no I mean, look at that 
I mean, like yes, but that's from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like what, Kari? A pine cone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it looks like one of the eggs cone. from Alien. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I can't imagine how terrifying it would be. I've never run into like a bear or anything that big out in the woods while I've been out there, but can you imagine running into something as big or bigger than you that you that really can't identify? I got chased this by a moose once and it's not fun. That would be scary. Yeah. Luckily, that would be fun. I could handle that away. picture this moment. No. No. Because like, look at them legs. That's a mm -hmm. le Those are legs. Those are really big fit. boy. Yeah, those are like I'm gonna. I could barely hit you with my toe, and that ankle's gonna break. Yeah, the calves like, on that you gotta wonder. Ridiculous. In that situation, if you do have a gun, like, what do I do? Like, do I shoot this <laughs> thing? Is it gonna charge at me? Will it charge at me if I shoot it? Well, that's funny you say that because, like, in the other instances that. Uh, of sightings that we went over or that we listened to. Uh, another thing that Bobby said was, you know, they're like, I didn't know if this was a man. That was a, a big thing I kept coming across was like, it's like a man. So I didn't shoot it. Mm -hmm. Especially in this day and age where we're dealing with hoaxers, right? Or at least that's our mm -hmm. number one thing is like, it could be a, ho a hoaxer. Mm hmm. What if you yeah, do shoot you're just shooting creature. some dick ultimately the problem you're with the, yeah you're the shooting someone in that costume such a large streamline of communication to show these kind of videos to anyone and everyone has a camera in their pocket but with that comes well I want to go viral and I want my shit to get spread out there for whatever reason so I'm going to hoax some shit as well now, someone needs to put that into like a law of something because I don't think there's enough protection on on the person that could be shooting side. No matter what, if you shoot that person and they die, you're yeah, I mean, going that's, to go to that's, jail for manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter for sure. Oh, you I could mean, get off on that one. You as get long off as you're on it, but in California. You're, it would you would just go not in California. <laughs> right. Um, but I think you would just treat it like any other wild animal situation. And game warden, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you basically back away slowly and you use your weapon in the most desperate of situations at close range. Yeah. I mean, the, the only animal that you're, if you were like 15 or 20 feet away from that can close that gap before you can bring a rifle up is a grizzly bear because they can run like 40 miles an hour through Jesus. dense woods. Like zero to zero to 40 in like How, a second. What? Yeah. They, they just burst into straight full on speed. Yeah, and there's like twelve hundred pounds of rage coming at you. You know what? Damn. You're good. Reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> I wanna I wanna quickly go over some of yeah. recent sightings. I think something that's mentioned over and over again is about how, you know, this big sighting happened in the seventies and then there was a giant hype when the movies were happening and then it's died off. Not Which is so. not the case. Yes, I have a slide for that. This is not the case. So first we have, in the more recent, we have the Folk uh, Monster Mart, which is a family-run store located on Highway <laughs> 71 that is just 15 miles southeast of Texa, Arcana. They offer a variety of products, including made-to-order pizza, but you can go to the next page, made-to-order pizza, 
snacks, <laughs> drinks, coffee, fuel, and more. And they're de get dedicated to preserving the history of the monster. They feature a display of historic monster items along with an assortment of <laughs> monster and Boggy Creek t-shirts, gifts, and books. This one right here is a small fake baby monster of Boggy Creek. And then they also sell these beautiful cast prints that mm. they, uh, of, of prints they found around the area. That they Which make sell in the store. These are five whole toes. Mm-hmm. So as far exactly. as far as these like kitschy small towns that embrace the local legend into what we know it as today, I mean, I think the top three would be Willow Creek, California, uh, uh, what a uh, fucking West Virginia, uh, Pleasant Point, West Virginia, with the Moth yep. Land, Point Pleasant, Point Pleasant, yeah. And then I think that this would be a close third. I can't think of anything else besides those three that would that immediately come to mind. Is, is Falk is the other, you know, yeah. big one. All right, Bree, give us that's a fat ass foot. Give me the next so, slide. So here I'm going to give you guys some, uh, I'm going to give you a rundown of some recent sightings. So I'm going to start at the latest and come to the soonest. So in 2017, we have a truck driver that, oh, go back, Bree. Okay, we have a truck driver that was traveling south of Fork at approximately noon when he observed what appeared to be a large hair-covered animal in a clear-cut pipeline. The figure was moving upright on two legs in a clear-cut between a fence and a deer stand. The next one we have is in 2018, two female witnesses while driving north on a rural highway 71 in the early evening when they saw a large upright figure run across the road in approximately four strides. As they passed in their car, they could not see it running down the middle of the road, which runs perpendicular to the highway. They quickly turned around, but by the time they got back to the side of the road, the figure was already out of sight. Whatever it was, it was moving quickly and with great agility. Then we have 2019, a couple driving south of Smackover, 65 uh, miles from Folk, saw a tall, upright animal dart into the woods around 11 p.m. The couple described it as being very large, at least seven, six to seven feet tall, and definitely not human. Its eyes reflected in the headlights before it ran off with a swiftness that was way too quick for a human. Also in 2019, we have a man that was driving on a country road uh, south of Folk uh, after dark when he noticed a red eye shine in the woods. Uh, as he approached, he could make out that the form was a large humanoid figure standing flush with a line of trees. Also in 2019, which seems to be a little bit of a hot spot of the time, a researcher sees a silhouette of a large figure walking between two trees by the light of moon. A short time later, he observed what was presumably the same figure while using night vision binoculars. Also in 2019, a hunter was scanning the area of the woods with his binoculars when he caught a sight of a dark figure at the end of a game trail about 150 yards away. It appeared to be at least six feet tall, covered in a long, matted black hair. He described it as being muscular, but not thick in the torso. Also in 2019, the last one in 2019, a young witness claims to have seen a monkey man in the woods while sitting in her father's truck along one of the rural roads at night. The location is near the Sulphur River, where many sightings of the alleged folk monster have been reported over the years. And the latest one is in 2021, where a witness reported seeing a hairy ape-like creature run across a country road driving during daylight hours. He described it as looking like an orangutan with reddish hair. And all of these are from this website right here, the Boggy Creek Monster site, where they catalog all of it. 
that is crazy a lot of 2019 and then it's like oh shit covid's here hide um, yeah, right. It's like I'm not coming out. You know. Ooh. Okay. So they say that this monster smells like shit, right? Could Ooh. it have anything to do with the fact that it is a sulfur river? Yes. Mm -hmm. Like very much so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good thought. I mean, just just the swamp in general kind of smells like shit. Yeah. I mean, like, sulfur, sulfur or not, it's just it's just earthy and and pungent. <laughs> and then you throw like yeah. a dirty wild animal on top of that. Like, I don't, I don't know if I, I'm bought into the whole like, oh, it's a defense mechanism thing. I think that just wild animals stink a high heaven. Doesn't matter. Wait, really. wait, people say that. I've actually, how have I never heard this before? So people say that this. It's smell... one. It's one theory, like a skunk almost. The skunk ape. They oh. protrude a uh, a disgusting smell to fend off like people dicking around their territory. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Hmm. Well, it's like scent marking, right? Mm -hmm. Don't come any closer. I smell like shit. So yes. I will say, I tried really I got hard. Middle school. I tried really hard to find some <laughs> videos of this of the of the beast, uh, but I could not because everything was pretty much just from the documentary and was recreations. Nobody's really filmed it. But I did find this fantastic um, commercial that Arkansas made featuring the Boggy Creek Monster. So we, uh, we are going to play oh, that for you. Oh, this is a commercial. Okay. Fair use, fair use, fair use. Fair use on this one. Are we, are we muting? No. Oh. Oh, oh my God. <sighs> the production Next team tonight. I'm out. Wow. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> Uh, We're going back to okay. Remember, remember when we talked on that slides, slide? So don't worry about it. Activate. It's when it gets too low to the fucking thing. You got to turn up the volume, B. Oh god, it's gonna click on the next one. I can't. Yeah, it's even creepier without oh, like. Shy, I kept to myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So look at that swift motion. I wouldn't say I'm a movie star exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, I've always been pretty shy. I kept to myself. I read. I've got several parts I'm considering. I'm outdoorsy. Is that Billy Bob Thornton? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It looks like know, the animals live here. guy that plays Watch Trevor in GTA. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. Uh, I actually know the reference. So I like it. When I see that litter, that is so not cool. The litter. I like well, it in Westworld. You don't have to be the a most big star uh, to step up big. Post. Keep Arkansas beautiful. They really didn't try to hey, make that guy. Okay, he's a Wookie. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that he had like his mask off. Or something. That's, that's, I like that. That's the makeup job. Like, we'll make no, that him look was his like makeup, a real yeah. man. Yeah, oh, where's the saxophone? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow, that's really Arkansas, Arkansas. I, Why I is it not Arkansas? I'm Arkansas. so confused. Oh my god, I know. Uh, that's the question. I am of the confusion. Day it makes no sense. Why yeah. is it? It's, it's Kansas, but it's Arkansas. not Arkansas. Yeah, our Kansas. Kansas. No. Uh, Makes no sense. No, you Americans any weird words. No. no. Yes. 
Yeah, her weird like, words come yeah. from y'all's weird ass fucking words. Worcestershire. Leave me. <laughs> Worcestershire. Worcestershire is so hard. Worcestershire. 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 I did. I was thinking about this Drop today. I, I did um, ask my friends from the UK, like, what I should look for in a Worcestershire sauce. And they're just like, I don't know. Just fucking buy a, like, they're all the same. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Just Perrin. <laughs> like, why like are you asking me this? Smoke? I'm like, I thought you would know. Okay. Liquid I can recommend Liam right? Perrin's. It's probably the best no. one. Okay. So, so there is a good um, one. Yeah, there is. Mm. Um, if you have that on like cheese on toast, it's it's incredible. Uh, you know what? I also want to give you guys credit for that I always forget about, but vinegar on what you would call chips or french fries oh, yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, shit. Right? Someone make me a cook. A like, I didn't realize that, that like Moroccans didn't do that. We only do it when we order fish and chips. It's the only time we ever think about yeah. it. But I always do it when I order fish and chips. I'm like, why don't I do this every time I eat French fries? You know, it's oh. no mm. wonder you guys get confused about balloons. Just saying. Okay. Uh, oh I, my god. I didn't get confused about it. I never did. I think that <laughs> Those we are should all start real legitimate alien it. craft. <laughs> I yeah. think that we should start thinking about what our cryptids drink and food of choice is because mm -hmm. I had that um, random thought today what, uh, earlier. I was like, Kari, what do you think? What do you think this this Squatch's uh, favorite drink is? Blood. Frog legs. Mixed frog Blah. legs. And cat Tainted mm. water from the Ohio River. Oh, okay, that's too soon. <laughs> I'm Long gonna say it's gator so genitals. Gator with, Ooh, yeah. with a swast a swast tapenade. <laughs> oh, one thing. Can I bring this up real quick? I just I was yeah, thinking about course. this. Um, I just got back from Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, and I went on a bunch of like I went on a cemetery tour and I went on a ghost tour Ooh. and. I just tell, kind of, do tell. I just kind of realized that like just stories in general, but particularly like ghost stories or something like of high strangeness really is a major like vehicle that keeps those stories alive through the ages because there's a difference between telling an interesting story of high strangeness throughout the generations versus like we're just gonna write this down what happened and then throw it in the local town record hall or whatever and like hope somebody maybe reads it if they need to one day like but like in the same way that like legend of boggy creek kind of like like it's almost like the movie itself acts in that way as like a normal ghost story would or whatever they, they they're like you fill the information into the medium and then the medium kind of is what drives it through mm -hmm. the ages right yeah anyway it's just something i thought about but yeah new orleans That's is really awesome movies is What's there up? anything that you think are like Oh, sorry. You, after Kari, I, I do want to know what you brought back, knowledge-wise, from Nolans. Okay. I was I was just gonna say this: how they did B movies in the fifties to seed ideas with the whole like extraterrestrial visitation mm -hmm. lore, like through mm -hmm. fantastic mm -hmm. stuff. So it's interesting you brought that up. It's a good point. Yeah, it's also like that. All that was allegorical to like the Cold War and everything too. Right. So it's like feeding into real fears mixed with like prepping the population for a fake alien invasion. Not that that has anything to do with anything happening right now, but I'm just saying. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Lock your doors tonight. Uh, predictive programming, Definitely. revelation of the method, all that shit. Um, yeah, New Orleans. Do you Orleans see is... ghosts? 
Uh, I didn't see any ghosts. I don't think I'm sensitive mm. enough for, for those kind of things, to be honest. Um, oh, I shit. did get sick. Um, I found I, I found a five dollar bill right off Bourbon Street. It was on the ground. <laughs> it was on the ground. Yes. I was like, it's five dollars, and then my wife's like, you're gonna get sick, and I'm like, stop, no still way. Still got five bucks, and sure enough, like I've been sick all week, but. Uh, I've been there a million times. Here, it's though. super fun. It, you get the bug once you go. I know Jamie hates it. Um, but if you enjoy... I fucking despise New Orleans, Louisiana, the entire fucking state. Like, like, like there's, there's Vegas people and then there's New Orleans people. And, and they're very different. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, if you want, like, a three-day concentrated time, like, vacation of just debauchery and booze like you can like both but you prefer one over the uh, other and, and new orleans is kind of like I, the dive bar version and then vegas is kind of yeah. like the, the schmaltzy like here's, here's the thing. i don't like new orleans because i lived there during hurricane katrina yeah that would that's probably be the bad like taste it. in my mouth <laughs> you know what too. i mean like that's what it's yes it's a toilet it's gross the people there are fucking awful i'm sorry but they okay. just are they're right. terrible don't you have french creole as your headline right now yeah that's the thing yes. i'm from there i live there and i hated it that's the only reason you're getting a pass on everything you're saying right now. Yeah. Exactly, you know, if I we can. have a million subscribers right now, tomorrow's Twitter trend would be Jamie saying, fucking New Orleans is trash. Yeah, I New hate Orleans that is trash. Garbage. That means we made it, baby. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. Clip it. Put it on Twitter. When when the quartering starts covering I mean, us, I love it, but it is trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I would love to go one day. I am, of course, uh, weary. I think that New Orleans would be different, maybe, <clears throat> for me than it would be for Bobby. Uh, Both polar bar. Spirit-wise, uh, I always think about that. Like, oh, my God, can I handle something like that? I don't know. But, but I'm willing. Like, it'll, it'll, be like, it'll be like these, these stories about, like, this, you know, it's very, like, has a very rich history so it'll be stories of like this aristocrat that like fell in love with a former slave but they had to keep their love secret so that you know the the upper crust so wouldn't sad. find out about it and she she wanted to get married and be open about it but he's like you have to like sit on a roof in the snow to prove your love to me and then she ends up like going Fucking crazy and, and jumping off the roof like all this tragic <laughs> shit and those are the types uh, of stories that are like they turn into ghost stories more or less but those are the ones that like it kind of like evolved and snowball through the ages and because it's a ghost story that's why they're told not because i mean that, that definitely helps at least i guess was my point of what i was originally saying so that's just I mean, fair those stories always come from areas where the french seem to congregate for a long period of time. <laughs> Ooh. Blame it on the French. Hey, the French. Like you can blame a lot on the French, and nobody French. gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> More specifically, the Parisians. What kind of allies are they anyway? Like, what is your army? We don't. We don't. Surrendery ones. <laughs> All right. I would love to hear everybody's uh, vote for Factor Sci-Fi. I really want to go first. Good. I'm going to give this one a seven. On the cryptid scale. Ooh. I like it. I think that it's real, but I also want to leave a little bit of room because I feel like there might be a little bit of misidentification of something that's out there. But I don't know what. But I do think that Bigfoot just live in different areas and this is just another breed of Bigfoot. So I'm going to, it's it's leaning fact for me on that one. 
Right on. What about you, Tony? I'm going to give it a round of seven as well. I'm going to fact it. Uh, the, only, the only reason why I won't go higher than a seven, though, is the only thing that it could be if it's not uh, the creature mm-hmm. is... Thank you, boy. Especially if you think about uh, <laughs> the four account being in May. That's about, depending on how warm it is, when bears would come out of hibernation. Mm-hmm. And so a bear... They do walk on two legs, and it would be, you know, kind of still sleepy and lumbery trying to reach in a window to get food. And bears are just bears; they do stupid shit. But yeah, yeah. what they have red eyes. Yeah. All right, baby. Um, well, Bigfoot in general, it just depends on the day you're asking me. Mm. <laughs> um, what the fuck? You are Bigfoot Bobby. We talking about? No, yeah. I know. I'm. I'm generally. I describe myself as a Bigfoot agnostic. But at this point, today specifically, I, I consider myself a believer. With all the crazy shit that's gone on in the world in the last couple of years, I'm just like, why the fuck not? Well, Let's party. Days. It's more fun to be a believer. <laughs> so that said, uh, yeah, I'm gonna hard fact. This is a ten yes. for me. Love this. Love this. <laughs> Okay, car. I'm gonna give it like a four. Oh, oh. boo! I know. I'm, it's I'm, pretty I'm, solid I'm, for Kari. I mean, that's, that's a lot of belief. We, everyone needs a Kari. Every group needs a Kari. He is UK Renan. Mm-hmm. I, I give it a four because it's like <laughs> there's definitely like a lore and mythology there, but I don't think it's what people think it is, and it's been blown oh. out of proportion by media. So, yeah, no. Okay. Cool. Free. I haven't seen Bigfoot, but it's not right. I know what is wrong. That doesn't with mean you? I believe every account of Bigfoot. Kari needs help. That's the end. Kari, of the- I'm, I'm wearing an appropriate shirt. <laughs> this Kari. is it. I need help. Well, this is yeah, I hate Kari it. Hates it here. <laughs> My favorite shirt ever. Kari, you get the UK skeptic <laughs> handicap on Factor Sci-Fi, so. <laughs> You're actually yeah, a six. Middle bitch. Middle you're a six. Bitch, yeah. Not a four, you're a six. Yeah. We, gotta give you, we have to give you a handicap because your country still eats like they're being bombed by the Germans. Oh, yeah, God. No! Nothing sacred. I, mean, I, I know. <laughs> Beans and toast. That looked delicious. Beans and fries. Beans and fries. Chili. Chili fries. I'm I had all right, Bree. Okay. Bree, Bree, what's your, what's your number? You know what? I'm going to piggyback off of uh, you. And who else gave it a seven? Tony. Me. I don't remember. Me, you and Tony. You and Tones Malones. Um, because I do think that there was something there for show. I don't think it's been overly populated by media, as my colleague Kari thinks. Um, And I think that it doesn't really matter when you get into the names, because regardless, they're still talking about a Bigfoot-like creature. It's just with all of these Bigfoot creatures, they name it specifically to the area. So, fuck yeah. So a ten. Right. Okay, then a ten. Fuck it. Yes. Get a ten. Fuck it. Fuck it. Add some sprinkles on that. You get the brie Add some sprinkles. Yeah, you get the brie Give it a ten. Give it a ten. <laughs> I love that. 
I think that when we stick to our roots of Bigfoot, we tend to believe a lot more than anything. I think we proved that in this episode. And I want to thank you guys for hanging out tonight. I love you all. What was the, what was the raccoon yeah. one we did one time? <laughs> oh, like, oh my yeah, God. In fact, it's raccoon. a raccoon. A ghost coon. And I didn't realize... I didn't realize that was a racist uh, that terminology. Was, I felt bad. I was like, oh shit, yeah, not by it. That was the name of the episode. I didn't I <laughs> didn't choose it. Okay. Listen, we are not the most PC people here. We try. But, but I'm full of love. So full of, I am a loving goat. Uh for shower. If I make fun of your culture, it means I love you. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think what we've Listen, learned in this group is that with no all of it, we make my love language. Of anything, it means that we love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, That's why I always say there's there's some truth in all of it. So like, let's just like relax and have fun and laugh at each other. Exactly. Yeah. If we don't talk about you, we hate you. All right. Yeah, any final Eskimos. thoughts? Any final thoughts? Bree, we'll start with you. Um, this was a fun one. I think it was has been on the list. For some reason, I thought we are, had already done it before. Maybe we had touched on it, but it was fun. It was fun for me to watch all the movies. I suggest that everyone go watch it just because it feels like it's a part of history that I missed out on. Mm. So, like, um, find it on YouTube and watch it or whatever. So you could also be, like, a part of the history. And it's kind of cool to know that someone didn't try to make some type of horror movie. They wanted to make a doc about it. And all those people weren't even actors. They were the actual experiencers. And that's why the acting seems so bad. Right. That's cool. I love, uh, I love like dramatizations on those kind of shows, like a haunting. It's hilarious. A haunting. Oh yeah. It's like the oh, actor. I love it. The uh, actor kind of, sort of looks like the person that they're interviewing. It's, but, yeah. it's amazing. Um, I, <laughs> I just want to say real quick, um, if you want to see like the quintessential breakdown of the Boggy Creek Monster, watch the Boggy Creek Monster, the Seth Breedlove Small Town Monsters and Small Town Monsters uh, one, yeah, Lyle Blackburn that. one that came out a few years ago. That is like the most recent, like all encompassing. It's like an hour and ten minutes. It's definitely not a waste of time. No, it's and good. a lot of what we talked about today was drawn directly from the research of those fine folks at Small Town Monsters. Right. Well, it, for me at least. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Kari, any final done. thoughts from you? <laughs> um, I was just thinking uh, how we remarked that I was being generous by giving it a four, and I remembered Sick. when I gave my own my own big <laughs> fucking sighting story, I gave it a seven. So I like, know it's really what, lame. I, I know. I was just thinking that what what is life? Be surprised. What that tells me is that you don't trust people from the south, or which is okay, which is proper. Offensive, which is proper. It's I'm proper to, to me. Everybody. I don't yeah. fuck with the yeah. South. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hate me. Uh, Bibby, any final thoughts? Do you fuck with the war? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turn off the turn off the fucking news. Watch Toddy Wabba. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can we just give a quick note too? Yeah, like everyone stay safe. Yeah. yeah don't drink the water. Tony, any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, this was a fun one. It was good to have everybody back and talking. And uh, hey, 
Thursday, we have Uninformed again. It's an yes. Uninformed week this week, and I'm sure it'll be – there's so much <laughs> going on. I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a great one. Gabby, I invite you to that. I yeah, am everybody, all set. Thank you. Oh, everybody Bobby, enjoy the time. apocalypse. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. You know, it was actually kind of Bobby that led to the idea because Bobby he brought did. up. He did. It is, yeah. Oh, that's fucking horseshit. All right. And we were like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should yeah. do We're like, we should do yeah. this. We that's do this. I like to throw bombs like and then just get the fuck it, out. Yeah. That's what you did, but you should you should join us sometime. It's it's fun. We just go in for it. Just yell at each other. No, I'm good. Maybe one day. Oh, so everyone, what everyone watching, the most important thing you can do to help us out is leave a comment. And two, yeah. we're all going to be a contact in the desert. So come and contact us. in the desert. Yeah. Make sure you're there. Um, I just want to say that soon, nothing is going to matter, and we're not going to have to pay our mortgages because the world's going to end in World War Three. So, yeah. Rack up those credits.